ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed the praise is for allah we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds whom sahaba allah guides No one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who is alone, without any partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger for all of mankind. O oh, you who believe, fear Allah with the right that He should be feared, and do not die unless you are Muslims. O oh, mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person, and from that person created His mate, and from them too scattered countless men and women. And fear Allah from whom you demand your mutual rights, And do not cut off the relation with the wounds that have bore you. Indeed, Allah is a watcher over you. Oh, you believe, fear Allah, and say that which is correct and upright. In order that Allah may rectify for your deeds and forgive you of your sins. For whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the Book of Allah, and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. 
and the most evil of the affairs of the newly invented matters. And every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation. And every innovation in the religion is going astray, and every going astray leads to the hellfire. Our Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has praised our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he has praised the noble companions of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And those who follow their way. As Allah azza wa jalla mentions, Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat lil nas ta'kuruna bil ma'rufi wa tanhawna anil munkar wa tu'minuna billah. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, You are the best nation brought out from mankind. You command the right and that which is good, and you forbid that which is wrong and evil, and you believe in Allah. Allah Azza wa Jal has described the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he described the companions of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And those who follow their way as being the best of the people, brought out from mankind, enjoying that which is good and forbidding that which is evil, and believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said about his companions, radiallahu anhum ajma'een, and the narration on the authority of Abdullah bin Mas'ud, radiyallahu anhu, khayru nas harni, thumma alladheena yalunahum, thumma alladheena yalunahum. That the best of the people is my generation, and then those who follow them, and then those who follow them. So we understand from the text of the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the best guidance for the Muslims after the guidance of Allah which we find in the Quran. And after the guidance which we find in the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have the guidance of the noble companions of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For Allah Azawajal has mentioned about them, radiyallahu anhu wa rabu'an. That indeed Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Him. Why is Allah pleased with them? Due to their practice of the religion. Due to their understanding of the religion. So after the book of Allah and the sunnah of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we look at the lives of the companions for guidance, the direction. We have a narration on the authority of Abid Dawda radiallahu anhu. قال رضي الله عنه ليس الخير أن يكثر مالك وولدك ولكن الخير أن يكثر عملك ويعظم حلمك وأن تباري الناس عبادة الله وإذا أحسنت حمدت الله وإذا أسأت استغفرت الله أبو الدرداء رضي الله عنه one of the noble companions of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He stated that good is not that your wealth is abundant, 
And good is not that you have a lot of children. However, good is that you have a lot of good deeds. And that your forbearance is magnificent. And that you compete with the people in the worship of Allah. And whenever you do good, you praise Allah. And whenever you do evil, you seek the forgiveness of Allah. These words of the noble companion Abu Dardar are words that are filled with direction, guidance, encouragement, and most importantly, a correction of a misunderstanding that many of the people they have. And what is that misunderstanding? The misunderstanding is that people they base good upon how much money a person has, or how many children and worldly possessions a person he has. This does not determine and establish with Allah who is upon goodness and uprightness. Rather, this understanding is from the misconceptions of Fir'aun the Pharaoh in the time of Musa alayhi salam. As Allah Azzawajal mentions, وَنَادَ فِرْعَوْنَ فِي قَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ أَلَيْسَ لِي مُلْكُ مِسْرِ وَهَذِهِ الْأَنْحَارِ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِي أَفَلَا تُبَصِرُونَ أَمْ أَنَا خَيْرُ مِنْ هَذَا الَّذِي هُوَ مَهِينَ وَلَا يَكَادُ يُبِيهِ Allah Azzawajal, he mentioned that Fir'aun, he said to the people, or he called amongst the people and said to his people, is not the dominion of Misr, the dominion of Egypt or the kingdom of Egypt mines, and these rivers that flow underneath me, is not all of this mines. Do you not see Am I not better than this individual who is belittled and debased and can hardly speak clearly? So when we look at Fir'aun in his statement, he considered himself as being better than Musa alayhi salam because of the riches and the material possession that he had. And he raised himself above the people and specifically Musa alayhi salam all because of material possessions. But what was the end of Fir'aun? That which he bragged about, of the rivers being under his feet, flowing, him owning the dominion in the kingdom of Egypt, he was destroyed by the water. He was destroyed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Musa alayhi salam, the one who Fir'aun described as being belittled, not having status, hardly able to speak clearly, he was the one that Allah saved. Why did Allah save Musa? Even though Musa alayhi salam did not have the same material possession as Fir'aun, because Musa, he had Iman. 
and those with them they believed and they had righteous deeds. So this is what saved Musa alayhi salam and those with them, the iman and the righteous actions. As for the material possessions, they were no benefit for Fir'aun and those with him. So do not make important that which Allah Azzawajal holds as being insignificant. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, لَوْ كَانَتِ الدُّنْيَا تَعْلِلُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ جَنَاحَ بَعُوضَ مَا سَقَ كَافِرًا شَرْبَةً مَا The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, that if the life of this world was equal to the wings of a mosquito with Allah, Allah would not have given a disbeliever a drink of water. When we look at those who disbelieve in Allah, those who worship idols that were made by the hands of mankind, those who worship the dead, those who don't believe in the existence of Allah, we look at some of them, or many of them, and they have more than a drink of water. They have palaces, they have cars, they have the riches of the dunya. What does this indicate? That the dunya is insignificant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why you find those who reject Allah and disbelieve in Allah having this dunya. So do not base good upon having dunya or not having the dunya. Because the good is based upon righteous actions. <laughs> As the Prophet ﷺ, he spoke about true riches. He stated, That true riches is not having a lot of material possessions. True riches is not having a lot of material possessions. However, true richness is the richness of the soul being content in your heart and in your soul and being pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Being content with that which Allah has decreed for you. This is true, true riches. This is from the righteous actions. This is from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with that a person is content and pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, al-mal
Allah, following the Sunnah of the Prophet staying away from innovation and the people of innovation. These are the things that are better with Allah. So do not give importance to the life of this world over the religion of Allah. As Allah has mentioned, On the day when no wealth and no children shall benefit you, except for the one who comes to Allah with a pure, sound heart, a heart that is established upon Islam. And when your heart is established upon Islam, your tongue is established upon Islam. And when your heart is established upon Islam, your actions are established upon Islam. Look at the statement of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The life of this world is a commodity. And the best commodity of this world is the righteous woman. So for us men, if we're going to strive to attain anything, then strive to attain a righteous wife. Why? Because the righteous wife is going to help you obey Allah. So the matter returns back to the religion. The matter returns back to the religion. And likewise for the woman, a righteous husband aids her in worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa kubukuli hadha astaghfirullahi wa lakum. But as for those who live for a long time, 
their life is based upon evil, it is better for them that they die so that their evil can come to an end. But for the righteous person, the longer he lives, the better it is for himself. Because his good increases. Good on top of good on top of good on top of good. So make use of your life with doing that which is pleasing to Allah. Striving to do good. Don't make your life a life of evil. And then you become from the worst of the people. Having a long life with nothing but transgression of the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's the worst of the people. And we shall always strive to be the best of the people with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that a person's forbearance is magnificent, having patience, having forbearance upon doing good, not being one who gives up, not being one when he loses his faith because of trials and tribulations and hardships. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to your religion. Trials and tribulations will come and go. Trials and tribulations is a part of life. Everybody will be tested. The best of the messengers, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was tested. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not win every battle. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was harmed. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his blood was shed. But still he held on to the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, calling the people to la ilaha illallah, Muhammad rasulullah, even though the majority of the people they opposed him. Even though the Muslims were being persecuted, and the Muslims are being tortured. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam along with the Muslims when they were in Mecca under persecution, they held on to their religion. They have four values. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said to Asayj, إِنَّ فِيكَ خَصْلَةً يُحِبُهُمَ اللَّهِ الْحِمْ وَالْعَذَابِ He said to Asayj, you have two characteristics that Allah, He loves you. Forbearance and being deliberate, not being a person who is hasty. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, فَأَنِّي مِنَ اللَّهِ وَالْعَجَلَ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ That being patient and deliberate, this is from Allah. And being hasty is from the shaitan. Don't be hasty in your affairs, except that you are quick to do that which is good. As Abu Darda, he mentions that you compete with the people in doing good. Allah Azza wa Jalla mentions, فَاسْتَبِقْ الْخَيْرَاتِ And hasten in doing that which is good. The Prophet, he said, بَالِرُوا بِالْعَمَالِ فِتَنًا فَتَتْعِلَيْنِ الْمُظْلِمِ Hasten to do good, because there is going to come a time when trials and tribulations that's similar to the dark night that covers everything. And what's going to happen during this time? Yusfihu, rajulun mu'minan wa yusikafiran. A person will wake up in the morning as a believer. But when he goes to bed at night, he's a disbeliever. 
practice them, we take heed to them, they will be a means of success for us in this life as well as in the hereafter. And this is in following the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we ask Allah Azzawajal to make us from amongst those who hear a good word and follow it. We ask Allah Azzawajal to make us from amongst those who have an abundance of good deeds on the Day of Judgment. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who have magnificent forbearance upon the religion. We ask Allah to make us among those who are foremost in doing good deeds. We ask Allah to make us amongst those who praise Him when we do good and we seek His forgiveness when we do evil. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullahi wa lakum wa subhanaka allahu wa bihamdik ashadu an la ilaha 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 il